Life's Third Act is a podcast dedicated to helping you get the most out of your retirement. Sponsored by Tucker Allen, attorney CPA Joe Cordell features guests each week to discuss prominent topics for those over 55. Here's attorney CPA Joe Cordell. Welcome to another episode of Life's Third Act. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about a subject that we all need to hear about occasionally, especially as we age, and that's the importance of staying fit. And, you know, as we approach the new years, it's it, it's always a appropriate occasion to launch a new regimen, fitness regimen. And we know that a lot of those statistically don't last very long. <laughs> those uh, resolutions. It, it becomes almost a cliche that if you join a gym, get a gym membership January 1, you won't be there by February 15th. There's some statistic I've heard. I've even heard, like... January 15th. But anyway, we wanted to have a guest on that um, that we know that, that you've liked and loved from having been on before, but of course is an authority on this area, and who could specifically help us talk about what is a plan that would be realistic for you to start and stay with, and which will substantially, I even say dramatically, impact your health and your longevity. And these th- th- this isn't a complicated solution. So thankfully, we have with us today, Jill, you have found the ideal guest. You discovered this guest. I discovered her. A couple years ago? Yes, yes. My new Gail Pill. And it's Susan Pellegrino. Uh, Susan, you wear many hats. Um, You're a choreographer and performer for St. Louis Flash Mob, which love that show, by the way, that we did. (laughs) Um, In addition, you're the producer for the... uh, Miss Senior Missouri Pageant, and I might add, second runner-up in 2014, and you were the recipient of the Miss Congeniality Award. And today you're representing yourself as an aerobics instructor. And now, how long have you been an an aerobics instructor? I've been teaching for 30 years. My goodness. And, you know, when we say aerobics, you need to clarify, I do dance aerobics, so I... I take music, I choreograph using different dance moves because aerobic exercise is taking a brisk walk, going for a run, going for a vigorous swim. Those are all aerobics. Those I are all aerobic exercises. Of like the 80s. Jane you know, Fonda. With, yes, Jane Fonda. <laughs> right. But, oh, and she did a lot of things that were not good. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, we discovered don't do that. If you have Jane Fonda tapes, you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt you. You really are. So, so if you have any of those old tapes, please get rid of them. Don't don't well, do and that. And we'll come to that because I think it's important to come back to that and talk about some things that we shouldn't do. Yeah. But but whenever you've listed this wide variety of activities, all of which are called aerobics, how do people distinguish what are the things that that I can or should do versus the things that probably are not as practical? Well, first of all, you need to, before you start any program, you should check with your doctor. I mean, if you have mobility issues, heart issues, whatever, you need to make sure you're not going to do something that's going to be more harmful than, than helpful. Good, but, right. you know, as long as your knees and your back and whatever's holding up, you anybody can go take a brisk walk. You know, and that's, that's one of the best ways to just get moving. Uh, simple things like, don't don't keep driving around the parking lot to get the closest place. You know, park park in the outer four. I've heard that. And, yeah, w- walk or you know if you're capable of doing steps and it's not 
you know, 40 floors, you're only going two. Take the steps. There's simple things that, that you really can do. But you seem to have a particular uh, commitment or interest in dance. Strong roots are essential for a healthy tree, especially your family tree. That's why you work hard to take care of your family every day. At Tucker Allen, we know that taking care of your family means planning for the future. Our team provides personalized estate planning to help you protect your family, your legacy, and your future. From wills and trusts to long-term care and estate planning, count on Tucker Allen. Personalized estate planning made simple. You need to find what speaks to you, and that did. I joined a class 32 years ago, and it was under a lady that was choreographing her own routines, and it was different than just putting on that Beat per minute music. That drove me crazy. You go to a lot of aerobic classes at gyms, they just put on that bump, 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 bump. Sound. Jeez. You it and is me annoying. both. Yeah. When I took my exam years and years and years and years ago to get my certification as a group instructor, they put that music on and said, Okay, do a warm up. I go, To that? It's like, just turn it off. You know, and we yeah. could demonstrate our own warm up without music. I thought it just drove me crazy. So she had a new approach where she would find contemporary music, and if it, you're warming up, it's a slower song. And then you increase the speed as you want to get your heart rate up, and then she'd slow it back down to do a cool down. And then she also would choreograph conditioning then. So you would do an arm song, a ab song, a leg song. So it was a really good, complete workout. Well, after she moved, I thought, oh, I can do this. So I started creating my own routines, but I loved her format. So And, uh, and so can people, though, as to, for example, the exercises you just described, people who have a range of capability, they can still participate in oh, those? Sure. In other sure. words, the if they're exercising their hips, they just do less of? I always have shown modifications, and I have a confession to make. I have to start doing my own modifications now. I'm 71, which that doesn't bother me, but I ended up with a heart condition several years ago, and I had to have ablation surgery, and I'm on medication, and I get very frustrated because I go to the doctor and I said, you put a governor on my engine. I can't <laughs> go over 55 miles an hour anymore. So I am doing a lot of the modifications that I use, that I still teach my, my clientele because I can't really hop, skip, and jump the way I want to hop, skip, and jump. But now let me let me probe here because some okay. of our viewers may be wondering because it sounds like what you've done is the perfect program for fitness, and yet you had this heart condition. So is this is this something I assume that's congenital or? Yeah. I mean, because you're you're lean. I mean, I Thanks, can tell you you've, you've, yeah. <laughs> eaten, you've eaten correctly. I can tell. Yeah. It it is it it is, and my 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 dad was a phenomenal athlete. He was a speed skater, tall, thin, but ended up with heart disease, and I just inherited it. So it's just kind of a genetic vulnerability. It's just one of those things. But it's fixable, obviously. And Um, it doesn't stop you. It doesn't stop me. You know, once in a while I go, "Mm, my heart's out, guys. Hold on a second. Okay, we're back in rhythm. Let's go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But with the medication and everything, it just... The purpose is to keep your heart rate down, and I'm trying to get my heart rate up. So it's like I have to watch that balance. But I still benefit from yeah, what I do. I can see I that. I just get frustrated. I 
can't do it the way I used to. Yeah. <laughs> Susan, I have a question. Yes. You are a very talented dancer. I've seen you perform. Okay. I mean, you really are. You really have that <laughs> talent. Okay, I must confess, I don't have that talent. I don't have a lot of rhythm to left beat. So could someone like me take Absolutely. one of your classes? I mean, oh, I don't have to be able to... No. Um, I have a lot of people that have come to me and say, I don't know how to dance. I say, you don't need to know how to dance. You just need to know how to follow instructions. And even if you don't quite do it right, just keep moving. There's That's times, key. That is the key. It's like if you're in a point where, wow, that grapevine just kind of got your feet tangled up, just march. Don't Don't stop. Just keep moving and pick back up because I call it. I mean, I do it and I call it. So how I do it is I teach X number of songs and I just write a routine and we do that same routine for 10 weeks. So once you learn the routine, it's not like every time you come to class, I'm going to throw something new at you. Mm-hmm. How long is a class? Um, just shy of an hour, probably 50 to 55 minutes. And you do it three times a week? I do. Mm-hmm. And then when the pandemic hit, I had to get out of the schools, get out of the gyms, whatever. And I thought, Oh, let's try this on Zoom. Let's see what happens. So I set the boom box up next to the iPad and did kind of an experiment with some of my closer friends. I said, can you hear this? Can you see me? You know, I'm just down in my basement. And it worked pretty well. Yeah, yeah, and I can I imagine thought, that. Let's keep going at this. So I have not gone back and I probably will not go back to to the schools or the gyms. I'm just going to stay in my basement, stay on Zoom, and I sign people up when it's time. I so you don't do a physical where people are physically present anymore? Not now. No, not now. I, I, I do miss that. But I also like when it's over, all I have to do is go up the steps and I'm, I'm home. I, I don't have a long drive. Well, and there's you don't have to cancel because of bad weather. No. People are doing it from the comfort of their own home. Right. So. Right. And, and, and when you started doing it, um, via Zoom due to the pandemic. I mean, did you think, okay, this is just temporary? Yes. Okay. I was thinking at the time, this is temporary, and once schools open back up and wherever, I'll go back. But um, one invited me back and said, do you want to? And the other one never got back in touch with me. I thought, well, I'm not going to pursue it because I don't miss this long drive of what I was driving. And with the other one, I thought, it is so expensive for my clientele I don't want to go back to that, it, you know, and it was it just wasn't worth it. So I thought, well, this is working all right, and I have enough people who think it works for them too. So, mm-hmm. so and and you're at a point where your primary concern is not, you know, growing your business. Uh, so okay, so because I'm thinking that I can see where you could easily continue to do what you're doing, and there's there's this substantial percentage apparently that's going to be happy with that but you know i do think that sometimes there's this social aspect that people take that takes place they like to visit and well i started in north county and i currently live in south county so i had quite the following in north county because i taught up there for whatever how many years before i moved to south county so i would drive twice a week all the way up to north county to teach that class but then i did start a south county class and so i do get together with them socially 
you know, it's like now that things are open back up, it's like, let's go to dinner or, hey, yeah. there's a trivia night. So we do see each other socially. And there's a few from my North County group that we'll, we'll get together. Hey, meet you halfway and let's have lunch. So you've maintained so those I've relationships. I've maintained the relationships. relationships. Yeah. Right. It's, it's different, but I guess I've reached a point in my life and my career. It's like, it is what it is, and, yeah. right. and I'm happy with it. So, Yeah, and the good news is if people are wanting to do live classes, there are live classes that are all around. All around. So it, tell me what the age range is of your classes. Probably now, because we've all gotten older together, um, probably the youngest person in my class is 45, and I'm guessing the oldest one right now is 85. Wow. Yeah, when I actually physically taught i had a lady that was 90 she wouldn't get down on the floor and do she'd leave it what i call halftime you know after we had done the, yeah. the aerobic part and get tell everybody go get your weights and your mats because we're we're going to do that portion of the uh, she would leave but she always she always came and for the aerobic part more. yeah she did and she'd walk through most of it which is fine you can walk through the moves you don't have to put the skipping in or the jumping in yeah yeah well susan what about those with um say arthritis or mobility issues can they do these exercises in a chair because we've all heard about the chair exercises you can and actually um there are routines designed for being in a chair i mean you could probably get on and, and google chair aerobics Mm-hmm. And you you would find routines. I can't remember if it was the why. Somebody actually offered a course because I took it to teach on how to teach it. The chair. And yeah. I just went, well, I'm not ready for that yet because it was like a good 10 years ago. I was like, well, maybe you better go get a refresher <laughs> course. No, I'm still doing fine. But there's there's so much even of what I do you can do from a chair. Um, one of my longtime clients uh, just fell playing pickleball. 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 Okay. And she said, "Oh my goodness!" She broke her femur, and she said, "I'm going to be out for three months." I said, "Well, just just get on and watch." And she goes, "Oh no!" She said, "You know, when the new session starts, she said I'm going to get on and do everything from a chair and do all the upper body work." So, and I've had people that got knee replacements, and they'll still tune in and do as much as they can sitting. How many people will participate in a typical class? I usually get about 30 that will sign up. Now, this time of year, because there's only about a week and a half left in the session, I get about 15 of those that actually get on. It just gets too busy this We're on time the holidays. Of year. Yeah. I was going to say, do a lot of people drop off the workout wagon? They do even when I did it in person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, let's go. Like you're talking New Year's resolution. Let's go get fit. And they'll like, OK, OK, I'll be there. And then all of a sudden something will come up and then it's you don't see them again. Or all of a sudden there was spring break or, or some kind of you know Thanksgiving break and they, they, they don't come back. So you, you do have to make the commitment to want to do it. And you mentioned that you divide those classes into you have part aerobic and part anaerobic is Correct. How, how do you? What portion of the class is attributed to? I each? would say the aerobic part is a little better than half 
uh, maybe not quite two-thirds. And then uh, we take a break, you know, get a drink of water, whatever, go get your mats, get your weights. And then the, the last part is conditioning. You know, uh, there's a song dedicated for arms. There's a song dedicated for abs. There's a song dedicated for for legs. And then there'll be a couple songs that'll combine all that and then a really good stretch out right. to, to finish it off. But the warm-up's really important. And, and a lot of a people want to yes. skip that and get no. right to it. But that's not good because you could pull something. Right. And that's why the first few songs are kind of slow. You know, the, the first song is just like, okay, let's just warm up. Let's stretch things out. And then the next song, okay, we're going to start moving a little bit. And you just... You just like so, so how do you yeah. decide on what songs? Oh, that's always fun. Uh, <laughs> it's getting more difficult. It really is. The news, newer songs, they're either very short or they're explicit. I was like, yeah. But they do have clean versions of some of those songs. Sometimes but, yeah, they do. But I know what you mean. I have two teenagers and I'm like, uh-uh, you're not, no, you're not listening exactly. to that. Exactly. And I even downloaded the clean version of one of those songs. I was like, Oh, I wouldn't have wanted to hear the explicit version. And I have literally downloaded some songs and go, once I hear the whole thing, it's like, no, I'm not going to use that. Well, can you, why don't you, uh, you don't feel comfortable just jettisoning uh, everything after 1990 <laughs> or 2000. <laughs> Yeah, well, Justin's I'll, in there laughing. Justin was probably born in 2000. Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, those oldie goldies in there. Yes, yes. <laughs> we are. You might lose the Justins of the world. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't choreograph or try to even attract the young Justins of the world. They're, they're not interested. Even back, oh gosh, when I first started teaching and I'm, I had to be in my late 40s, maybe early 50s, my, my daughter came to my class and she was a teenager at the time she goes i don't like your class mom and I, that's i mean i was still more high impact back then mm -hmm. <laughs> and it wasn't her thing but she liked going to the gym and getting on a treadmill and all the the equipment right. and and it's something that i don't like doing at all i i've tried it and i go i'm just not a machine person and that's why i said you need to find what fits for you People like going to the gym. They, they pick out their equipment and they know exactly where they're going to go and how they're going to do their routine. That's awesome. I have some friends who love water aerobics. My mother used to do that, loved it's it. It's awesome, especially if you have arthritis or mobility issues because yeah. the water gives you the buoyancy. I don't care for water aerobics because they don't make the water warm enough for me. <laughs> I freeze, but it's excellent. Water aerobics is excellent. Now, I have to ask, since you use Michael Jackson's Thriller with your flash mob performances, do you ever use it for your classes? No, no. <laughs> that would be a hoot. Yeah. So what songs do you use? Oh, my gosh. I, anything from what's current to I'll go back and pick up some old Beach Boys or something. You know, I, mm -hmm. I will go back and... Beach the, Boys timeless, I would say. Yeah, I, yeah, there are some that are just timeless. And, of course, the age group I'm teaching towards get a kick out of, you know, hearing some of these songs. I'll find a lot of good ones from the 80s. I was thinking the Beach 80s, The 80s, then. yeah. Oh, the Beach yeah. <laughs> Disco. <laughs> And you you just need to find the right beat. Like I'll hear a song and go, 
that would make a good warm-up song. Or, ooh, I could really choreograph the arm song to this mm-hmm. one. It's just a matter of, does it have the right beat? Is it the right length? Yeah. Uh, and then you just work with it. There's times I've downloaded songs and go, okay, make something up, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> and you're creative but, enough to do that. And I'll finally get it, yeah. Well, what about... Let's talk about procrastination. We all do it. Um, you know, it's easy to, especially on a dreary winter day. Absolutely. Lay on the couch, watch a good Hallmark movie, and use that as an excuse, you know, not to go work out. How do you get out of that mindset? Well, for me, it's teaching. I'll be honest. I would probably be one of those people. Well, I'm not a couch potato, but still to keep up a a regimen of, okay, I'm going to work out these three days or I'm going to do whatever. My clientele is my motivation. I have to show up to teach because there's day goes, if I wasn't the teacher, I wouldn't have shown up today. (laughs) (laughs) But then once I get going, of course, I, I totally enjoy it. And by the time I'm done with my near hour of working out, I'm like, ooh, I'm all invigorated and feel great. You feel better, yeah. You do. But it's still just getting yourself up and doing it. A lot of people, if you can find one, I always say find a workout buddy. Find somebody who's going to hold you accountable and you're responsible for holding them accountable. Whether you decide to go to the mall and walk, whether you want to join a water aerobics class, whatever it is, find somebody who has that common interest, something you really like doing, and just make each other accountable for it. Mm-hmm. It it does help. It really hmm. does. Yeah, I can see that. And some people will use a personal trainer for that. Oh, yeah. If yeah. they can afford. And that, and if you can afford it, that's excellent because then it's like, oh, I'm paying for this. I am, show, I am right. showing up. I'm spending the money and they and, and, and if you need to find the right fit. My, my youngest son uh, used a personal trainer for a while, could not motivate him. Just he's cut out of a different cloth, and he uh, just more of a couch potato. And I was really worried, you know, about his health, weight gain, whatever. And he had to find what worked for him, and he found a personal trainer, and they just really meshed. And unfortunately, when she had a baby, he tried to find another personal trainer and just didn't find the fit. And then he had to find something that really worked for him. Yeah. 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 Well, that's I mean, I've used a personal trainer for a long time and and it works for me, especially yeah. when they come knocking at the door, you know. So in my case I, I just the last few years I've been having them come to my home, but That's great. But historically it was at a gym and you know, you know they're there, you know you're paying for it. I think it's a little bit of motivation, it but is. It's just easier to work out when you're working out with somebody. So like like your idea of having, you know, a workout buddy. Yeah. That would serve that purpose too. And again, it's like it can be as simple as taking a walk. And I don't mean sauntering, you know, I mean, take a walk. I mean, you don't have to be running, but it needs to be brisk. You need to get that heart rate up. You should still be able to talk to whomever you're walking with, not be totally out of breath. But don't just take a nice little stroll. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, Really move. get, get, get Get that pace. Even maybe even take light weights with you, you know, and... Yes. Carry the weights with you. Yes. Well, a lot of people do that at malls. I know we have so few left, but I've heard of people doing it at the a Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. Oh, oh, boy. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. That would not be my thing, but no. you know, it could be other people's thing. And uh, yeah, like I said, whatever works for you. Well, and especially if, say, you know, the weather is, it's really cold or really hot and it wouldn't be good to be out in that type of weather. Yeah. Right. Going to a yeah. mall. No. It, and, and, you know, especially as we age, you don't want to be out in extreme cold or extreme heat. And I know I really need to watch that now with my heart, heart condition, condition because it's even more pronounced. So just, uh, yeah. But when it's nice... My next door neighbor and I are like, okay, let's get out and walk. Let's go do it. Come on. And how <laughs> far do you walk normally? Um, maybe only, a, I mean, because I work out all the other times. I try to get her out. And other times when I'm not teaching, like if I'm in between sessions, she'll say, come on, let's go walk. But I don't know. Maybe it's a mile. I'm, I'm trying to think what twice or three times around our, our little subdivision area yeah. is. So uh, I guess a factor would be that if you're doing exercises like this, that you probably or some of your students, that one of their goals is to lose weight. Do you talk to them about that? And a good part, not only a working out, of course, is nutrition. You have to be eating right as well. And you can't just go on a crash diet. That's the worst thing you, you can do. Right. And uh, I, I remember a lady, this is a number of years ago, she was probably five inches shorter than me and maybe 50 pounds heavier. And she walked in. And at the time, it was like a 10-week session, twice a week. She goes, at the end of this session, am I going to look like you? I go, no, Marie, you're still going to look like you, but you should be healthier because it starts on the inside. I want to make sure your heart is getting better. I want to make sure your bones are getting stronger. Right. And then... You know, if you start eating properly and you continually try to work out, you will drop the weight and you need to do it properly. And I think I saw her about once every two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. Well, and there's those people that think, okay, I'm exercising, I'm working out, so I'm going to reward myself exactly. with oh, a hot I know. Sunday. Oh, and it doesn't work that way. Oh, yeah. no kidding. I mean, occasionally it's okay, oh, sure. but... It, it, it's not automatic. And, and many people think that, gee, if, I'm, if I weigh 150 pounds and I'm working out, not at all. So I'm going to start working out three times a week. So that means that... By definition, I'm going to lose weight, but they don't. They Not don't consider the fact that they're going to eat more. Exactly, because they think, "Oh, I burned off the calories." Right. So they're they're burning off these calories, and it's true. <laughs> if they kept their diet constant, mm-hmm. then they would lose weight. But as you use the word, reward themselves. Some before they even get out of the gym. Yeah. I was at a gym <laughs> where they have this bar up there. Oh, no. You know, with these real calorific sorts of drinks. And they all work out, work, 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 work. I mean, sweat coming off. I've watched them for the last two hours, and I'm impressed. And they don't even get to the door before they've ordered one of these big drinks. High-calorie drinks. And they really just needed to finish drinking their water. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I can see where if somebody wasn't working out and got into your program, for example, and they could hold their calories constant, right. just ignoring content of what they eat for a minute, but they held their calories constant. I mean, they, they they would lose weight. They would. And it won't be quick. You know, it's like 
I didn't lose 10 pounds this week. It's like, that's a good thing. That is a good thing, yeah. You only want to lose about two if you're right. doing it properly and just be consistent. And it's hard. It's hard. In the age of instant gratification and I want it yes. now. Yes, yes. It, it just doesn't work that way. And I, unfortunately, one more thing, I hate to say it, the older we get, no matter how active we are, it gets harder to lose those pounds. Yes, it, it yeah. just does. So, and talk a little bit about the about people who want to add a little muscle. And I guess women and men want this to some extent. I noticed. I don't think it's my imagination. I'm 65, and I've noticed the last five to ten years that I don't gain muscle. I don't. I matter of fact, I may not even retain muscle as well hard. as I did when I was 40, 45. No. Uh, and I'm still working out in a similar way. Yeah. You want to comment on that? It's 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 called we're getting older. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't it's, we don't maintain the muscle you mass. You want to try I mean, you can, but you're probably going to have to do more than what you did at 40. Cuz it's like, well, this is what I did at 40 and I kept this. Well, you're going to have to increase that in order to maintain it. Just, uh, so can you say, though, can you give people the encouraging word that, look, if you really want to maintain muscle tone a- as you did when you were younger, it's possible, but you've, but as you said, you put in more time. You're going to have to work a little harder. Yeah. And for me, especially being female, also bone health is extremely important. I mean, I'm lucky I, I don't even have osteopenia yet, let alone osteoporosis. But many women my age are in full-blown osteoporosis. What's the difference between the two? Osteopenia is you're getting there. You're getting your bones or you don't have bone loss yet, but you're on. You're on the way. You're on the way. And osteoporosis is you're in in bone loss. Right. You're shrinking. Yeah. And you don't want to shrink. But I've already shrunk an inch. But I know I, I hadn't been to the doctor for a few years. They went, oh, you're 5'6". I go, I'm 5'7". Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but Weird. I haven't lost any more in the last five years. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Gravity pulls down on you. So let's talk about, we. I know I've heard you say how important it is with core strength and balance. Yeah. And your core strength, if you keep a strong core, you're going to have better balance. And, and that means here. It means all through here. The obliques, the abs, your glutes. You want a good, your torso. Your torso. <laughs> you know, okay. you, you're going to work out your and, arms and legs. And there's muscle all the way around the torso. Oh, there absolutely is. So, like, when I do ab work, it's not just crunches, not the old-fashioned sit-ups, just crunches, but you work these obliques as well. Obliques are the ones on the side. These are these diagonals here. Yeah, you got to keep your diagonals (laughs) (laughs) as strong as, you know, everybody just thinks, oh, I want a six-pack or whatever. I was like, well, by 70, whatever, don't worry about a six-pack, you know. <laughs> just just keep a Six-pack's been gone a long time yeah, ago. Say, Those days are over. Just, you just, had just, your moment in the sun. Exactly. You should have caught that a few decades ago. Um, but you want to stay strong, even if it's, I mean, gravity's just working on you. Everything's yeah. just kind of sinking south. But you can still keep the 
the tone underneath. The, yeah, and that's become structure. and that's become a big mantra, and I mean that in the best sense of the word over the last twenty years at least, where they've come people have come to recognize that the core, this area you're describing, is just hugely important to a lot of things. Very, very back health and absolutely back health. Just again, your balance. You you the one thing obviously as you get older the thing you worry about the most are falls. Right. We're more prone to falls as we get older. And as well as practicing certain balancing exercises, strengthening your core. And you don't have to get down on the floor and do crunches. You can you can do static moves in a chair. You can just squeeze and release. That's how I got in shape after I had my first baby and I wasn't even out of the hospital. I just started literally in bed, just squeeze everything I owned and release. And you breathe out when you squeeze. Of course it does. Is that like isometric? Yes, exactly. I mean, you could sit here and do this. I mean, don't don't hunch. But you can press. You can just press your palms together and release. And press and breathe out. And And all of a sudden you go, whoa. I mean, you do it enough times. You go, wow. You can just do things like, oh, I'm pretending I'm pressing the walls out and just press, 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 or I'm pushing the ceiling out. And I mean stretch and press. And all of a sudden, you do that enough times, like, oh, I've really worked out my muscles. You will. So you don't have to, like, I can't get on the floor. You don't have to. I prefer to. but So it's not essential to have movement so much as this tension in your muscles where you're, you're flexing them. Yeah. I mean, the movement is, is good, good, yeah. but you can get around it and still maintain some muscle Anaerobic. and core strength yeah. yeah, by even just sitting in a chair. I don't care if you're watching TV or put on some music you like and just do something even sitting down. Or listen I to mean, a podcast. Or listen to this podcast yes. and get inspired. I mean, yes. you can just march. Even in a chair. You can just sit here and march. You can pick your leg up a little bit and clap underneath. You know, you can do small things that if you do it often enough, and I don't mean once a month, but (laughs) not just do two reps, but you can create your own little exercise routine that'll keep you strong. And I've heard if you don't have, say, weights, you could even use, say, canned goods. You can. You can pick up some a couple of cans. You can do this. Some Campbell's chicken noodle soup. I mean, just soup. literally use, again, it's more isometric. I can do this. I am trying to pretend that somebody is holding my arms that down. That resistance. And, and just use my own resistance to do a really slow curl and bring it down. And just do that. I mean, I don't have any weights in my hand, but it's like, oh, oh, okay. I was, oh, I can feel that. But you have to consciously just not, you know, just you right. don't want to just flop your arms. It, it might be easier if somebody like if they actually did press against something exactly, like, you know, a you bottom of a table or something. Yeah, yeah. And the benefits of exercising to your mental health are oh, huge. absolutely, are absolutely. Huge. And I I find like walking really helps me. That's good. Yeah, you know, when it comes to mental clear health, your head, clearing your head. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what part of that, though, is related to, they talk about um, light therapy and sunshine. Right. And the, There's a and, lot you, know, you have seasonal affect disorder, yeah. what I think yeah. is what it's called, where apparently 
cloudy days or or short days. Short days, yeah. It's dark early, yeah. So I wonder if all that, whenever people demonstrate as they have that walking, going on these walks is really good for your mental health. Mm -hmm. And I think there are a lot of those studies out there if you look online. I wonder if some portion of that is the fact that 90% of those people are doing it outside. And they're getting that sunlight. They're getting that, yeah. Even on a gray day, it's still... Better than a dark room or or an artificially lit room, maybe. Yeah, I, I would think so. Yeah, it's just... Keep moving because I can't tell you how many times over the years, I, especially after driving from South County, North County, and you know encountering traffic, I just walk in. Rah, 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 I'm going to quit teaching this class, you guys. I'm not, and I'll just be in a grumpy mood and whatever. And it's just as soon as I start working out, and by the end of the class, I'm like, oh, I'm good to go. Changes your whole it, attitude. It, it, it really does. It really does. I, I've even yawned through the first three songs because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Why am I even here? And that's why I'm glad I teach with my back to the to the class because honestly, it's easier to follow than it is to mimic. Like yeah. if I were facing you and you were, and I said, use your right hand. Well, I'd be using my left, but it's easier to to mimic somebody if you're behind them. So I don't know what's going on behind me. <laughs> Well, uh, we could go on forever and talk about this. I know all these topics are crucial. The, the things we've been talking about here in terms of health. You know, if you, if you do everything else right and you don't do this, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it just, at the end of the day, if you plan for your future, and we talk about a lot about that on this show, but if you don't pay any attention to your health and you can't enjoy what's left in this third act of your life, then it seems to be maybe not all in vain, but much of it. So True. that's a good point. In any case, uh, wonderful having you on. As uh, always, I can, Susan. I can see why you're <laughs> such enjoy. a popular guest. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. So we will definitely do it again. This has been another episode of Life's Third Act. Till next time, take care. You've been listening to Life's Third Act, a podcast for thriving in retirement. Sponsored by Tucker Allen, your estate and elder law advisors. Each week we discuss topics and answer questions to help you better plan for your future. For more information, visit TuckerAllen.com. Subscribe and listen again next week for another edition of Life's Third Act. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements.